Cougar Sports Saturday. It's complete. Another touchdown. Cougar Sports Saturday. Saturday. A presentation of KSL Sports. KSL Sports. Left wing for three. He got it again. BYU Sports Talk by Cougar fans for Cougar fans. Here are your hosts, Mitch Harper and Matt Biamonte. On Utah's legacy home of the Cougars. KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. All right. Welcome back. Before we turn the page to the top five, which we love, producer Nate is in the studio now. Just quickly chime in on the, the price increase, the, the seat situation. Be good to get your perspective. You've been a long-time season ticket holder. What were your thoughts this week? Yeah, the price increase I think was expected. It wasn't – I mean, I don't feel too bad about that, honestly. Just it because... wasn't bad. It's not the amount that it went up that's the issue. It's that it's every year. Yeah. It's just going up yeah. and up and up, and we're getting nothing. Yeah, no, that's that's a great point. And as far as the seat goes, I'm super, I'm very much in favor of it. it Boo! Wasn't, no, it wasn't like the width of the seat. It was the fact that the seats were going so far back. Leaning back? I, oh, yeah. And so they're up in my knees, and I've got to like make sure my legs are like wide open, and they're in my lap. And it's not my fault. You're What are you, over six feet? I'm 6'3". I'm yeah. sorry. That's tough. <laughs> Sometimes in tight situations, it's harder to be tall. I guess so. I guess so. All right. Let's get to it. Cougar Sports Saturday Top 5. Sponsored by Economics Partners. Mitch and Matt clash in a weekly battle of BYU sports knowledge. Here's the Top 5. Big thanks to Economic Partners, as always, for sponsoring the Top 5. Go to econpartners.com. Cougar fans providing coverage, econpartners.com. They're Cougar fans, so you got to support them. Bringing in producer Nate Slack. You can follow him on X, Nate Slack 5. Every week he moderates this top five. It's a list that either could be opinion-based, factual, stat-based. Matt and I have to guess Nate's list. So, Nate, what is on deck this week on your top five list? Well, it's been a little while since BYU last played. Didn't have a game on Tuesday. So, going back to the game last week against Texas, BYU finished with seven blocks. And that was tying a season-high uh, seven blocks, and it got me thinking about the best shot blockers in BYU basketball history. Mm. So for today's top five, you guys have to name the five players with the most blocks per game in their BYU career. Okay. It's a career list. It's a career list, yep. And we're going to be starting with Mitch. Now, Mitch, you got swept 5-0 to Matt <laughs> last time, so I did. you got to bounce back. I think I'm going to be 1-0 to start here. Sean I, Bradley. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. Sean Bradley, number one on the list. We saw him last week at the Texas game, but he only played in 34 games, but he did, he did have 177 blocks, good for 5.21 per game. That was so cool, by the way. You bring up him being at the arena last week. Mark Pope shared a story about how Sean Bradley wrote a seven-page letter to Mark when he was playing at Washington and basically just wrote it because he was a fellow LDS big man navigating basketball. And Sean Bradley was on a mission at the time. Just really cool. And to see Sean Bradley get kind of emotional to see his pictures and his name being honored at the Marriott Center again. Awesome. You know, that it's just because that whole situation that he experienced a couple years back in St. George was just 
almost tra- it's just really tragic. And, and to just see him there back at the Marriott Center, so awesome. And he only played one year at BYU, but uh, man, he he rewrote the record books for sure with his ability to block shots. And I love too, just to add on Sean, I, I love how Coach Pope in this basketball program has completely embraced the alumni perspective. I can't well think I can't think of a better program in BYU athletics right now than Hoops in terms of. Welcome them in. Show them on the video board. Let fans recognize their love for them as when they were at BYU. It was a great moment. And just to add on that too, I mean, Mark Pope has had Roger Reed come through the halls. I mean, there was a time when Roger Reed would never come through the halls anymore, and he's always you know around BYU basketball. And you know, Mark Pope's done a really good job of of bringing that alumni to feel part of this BYU basketball program. And you know, football does a good job. You always see former players at, at practice, too. But it's it's been really fun with basketball, that's for sure. I'll go with Hoffa Arrujo. Not in the top 15. Short, ar- short arms. That was one of his knocks as an NBA draft analysis. He, his arms short arms. He, I remember watching his NBA combine. It was like his arms were not T-Rex. long. Yeah, he was, he was T-Rex arms. How about, let's see, this is where it gets kind of tough. How about Keena Young? KT. Yeah, good guess. Not top 15 either. Oh, okay. Trent Playstead. He is top 15. He's number eight, but we're doing top five. So. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. So, again, shot blockers, career, top five shot blockers in BYU basketball history. Yep. We got Sean Bradley. Let me see here. How about Matt Harms? Wow. Good that guess, but good no, he's, he's also not top 15. How so about kind of surprising? How about Kresmir Kosic? Mm, top 15. Buzzers <laughs> left and right. Dave's getting a lot of work this, with this that is buzzer. One of the, this is one of the weeks when you at home can rest assured that we really aren't uh, using the internet to <laughs> help us on this list. I'm surprised on Harms. I thought Harms for sure. He was WCC Defensive Player of the Year, but guess not. Was how, he even top 10? Not top 15. What? How about. Yeah. Lee Kumard. He is number 15. So, <laughs> number 15. But yeah. How about Eric Mika? There we go. Nice. Okay. Number five, Eric Mika. 67 games played. He had 87 blocks, so good for a 1.3 average. Not, not bad, honestly. 1.3. Okay, I'm back in it. I have no idea whose turn it is after that barrage yeah. of buzzers. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it, Nate? Oh, uh, boy. Let's go Let's go with Matt, just to make it fun. Okay. Oh, boy. How convenient. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> let's try Mr. Triple Double himself, Kyle Collinsworth. Mm. Not a part of the Triple Doubles, huh? Nope. <laughs> Jeff Not top Ch- 15. Jeff Chapman. Mm. He is number 13. Michael Smith. Mm. Not top 15. <laughs> let's go with... Gary Trost. Greg Kite. Oh, let's go. Greg Kite, number two on the list. 112 games played, 208 blocks, good for 1.86 average. This is crazy because he's number two, and the difference between number one, Sean Bradley, and number two, Greg Kite, is almost four blocks a game. Holy smokes. Crazy. Sean Bradley was dominant, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. I mean, I think he had, what, 18 blocks against... Eastern Kentucky was an NCAA record, I think. <laughs> or was it? Am I, am I wrong on that? I, th- I think it was. That sounds I'd ridiculous. To, I, I Eighteen check. blocks. It's, it's got to be something like it that because he only played freaky. in thirty-seven or thirty-four I'm games. Look that up right so now. So one hundred seven. I can't. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. be looking that up. Yeah. Don't be looking that up. <laughs> we'll look I, it up I after. can look it up though. Okay. 
How about I'm trying to think here? I feel like we're missing some guys. <sighs> hmm. <laughs> How about if you guys want to? Do you guys? Wanna, Jared Jensen. No, he was short arm too. How about Brandon Davies? Ooh. Okay, hold on. How about Noah Hartsock? Oh, we go. Yeah, yes, Noah yes. Hartsock, number yes. four on the list. 134 games, 177 blocks, good for one point. You just had to say Davies, and it's like, okay, then it registered yeah. in my mind. It's like, one of the great things about this segment <laughs> is that it's just like, it's that classic uh, meme that goes around where, Hey, hon, we're too busy just naming random athletes. <laughs> it's so awesome. Uh, we just love it. All right, back to me? Yeah, back to you. And this is for the win. You guys are tied 2-2. I don't feel good about this, but I just have to check the name off the list. Dramatic pause. Yoli Childs! Yes! Oh, yes! Hey. Yoli! I love you, brother! Woo! 119 Man. games played, 159 blocks, 1.34 average, ah. number three on the list. Ath- ath- an athlete, even though he was undersized for sure, but he had some great dunks and he had some good blocks. Yoli Childs, <laughs> I love you. Uh, it was the the Greg Kite that sunk me. I should have had that one. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm beating myself up on that. That was, that was tailor-made for me. Gosh dang it. Oh, well. You got it. Well done, Who is number six? Thanks, yeah. Mitch. So number six is Russell Larson. Oh. He had he had .01 Four marks Mark. fewer than Eric Meade. Did well, you enjoy Mark Durant's t- uh, tweet, or was it early last week, where there was a little clip from the newspaper of him and Russell Larson yes. signing with BYU? Of course you know I love that. I know. You're right. I, Russ Larson, former KSL statistician. Yes. He was there when uh, I was an intern. <laughs> now, does he even have a statistician anymore, Greg? I think it's just Tyson, Jax, the poor B- Tyson. B- These SIDs, they got to do it all. They got to get crumble cookies for the media. <laughs> they got to take stats for Craig. It used to be the intern, so I did it for half of the games in 2019, 2020. What What was Greg looking for in particular when you were a statistician? Uh, it's mainly trends. Trends like eh, Cougars. Does Greg not use stat broadcast? This is one of my big pet peeves of play-by-play broadcasters. The trends are given to you. On your iPad. Why do you need a statistician to see that BOU's made four field goals in a row? I, 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 when I, so I was a jazz broadcast assistant for years in the early days of Gordon Hayward. And that was like the number one thing even the NBA guys wanted. Hey, I need when the guys made like four in a row or scored the last seven points. I'm like, why do you need me? Technology does this. <laughs> hey, he, he not all have... of us can have an Apple Vision Pro, Matt. I don't have one. <laughs> Just, he did have step broadcast. He, <laughs> he had step broadcast, step broadcast, but uh, I don't know for some reason he wanted. To what about paper. okay? Back to the list: seven, yeah. eight, nine. Just round out the top ten. I'm curious. Yeah. So Russ was Give six. To us. Yeah. So six was Russell Larson. Seven, Alan Taylor. Who? Yes, Alan Taylor was, uh, I believe, in the '80s. Okay. Eight, Trent yeah. Playstead. Yeah. yeah. Nine, Alan Pollard, and then Alan ten. Pollard. Alan Pollard, I believe, is related to Scott Pollard. I think it's. Dad, I believe. Wow, the Scott Pollard. I believe so. I think, if I'm not mistaken, because Scott Pollard, I think, is LDS or was grew up. I, I mean, crazy hairs in the NBA, but I, <laughs> I think because he was recruited by BYU. Anyway, go on. And then ten is a surprise. So ten is actually Foose. Oh wow! So it's still active. This wow. is this is as that is of, a surprise. This is as of uh, before the season started. So it's it's not totally up to date. But he was sitting at number ten, uh, 0.98 blocks a game. So wow. just about one. 
Foose has got a long wingspan. Even yeah. though he's 6'6", what is it, 72-inch wingspan, it's freaky. I mean, like Foose yeah. is, is, has got a, a massive wingspan, and he – He's going to be critical today against West Virginia because Ali Khalifa dealing with a sickness this week. He's been battling the flu, and I, th- I think we're going to see a lot of foos today uh, for BYU against West Virginia. G- good list, Nate, yeah. and congrats, Matt. Back-to-back wins. i got to get back on track. It feels I gotta- good. You, I feel like you went on like a five-month yeah. winning streak, so it's nice to just get a two-week I'm one. getting humbled. I'm getting humbled. <laughs> i got to bounce back. <laughs> All right, we'll take the break here on the other side. We'll do something. We'll, we'll, uh, there's, there's something in the pipe, and it's going to be football. In fact, you know what, Mitch? <laughs> I'm just, I just want to make sure I'm giving the listeners the proper tease. The Big Ten and the SEC, they did something you're going to hear about on the other side.